Welcome back to Drop the Subject on the new Channel Q. James Simmons, as always, pleasure to be guest co-hosting with your Allie Johnson. And listen, Allie. Yeah. I, we... We are very good at what we do. However, we've we've got we've You're got very some quick deficits. with that. However, <laughs> <laughs> right? You're however. like, are you sure we're good at what uh-huh. we do? Yeah. So listen, I you know we're both into sports, which we love, politics, all of those things. But some of our listeners have been like, where's the pop culture? Where's the entertainment news? And we're both like, Kim what is Kardashian, Selena Gomez like, doing? And we're like, I don't know. Right. And we're it, bad it's at not it. necessarily that I don't know and I don't care, but like, I think people care about this stuff. So I think we kind of got to fix that, Allie. Yeah. So we decided to bring in somebody who knows a thing or two about entertainment and pop culture. And uh, so this is a new segment that we are going to do a little more regularly here on Drop the Subject. And we are bringing in the PC police, not the political correct police, the pop culture police to school us on exactly what is going on in the world of pop culture. And we have a friend of yours on Zoom, yeah, James. The, not, none, other, none other than Jason Carter, ah. entertainment journalist and TV personality. You've seen him on VH1 and CNN and Entertainment Tonight, and you've seen a lot of him on RuPaul's Drag Race. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> oh, there it is, Jason. Hi, honey. How are you? I'm good, James Alley. So good to be here with you guys. Do I sound okay? I mean, can you guys hear me? Yeah. Sound great. Yeah, you sound okay. great. Okay, great, great. Yes. Um, I'm glad to be on the show. You have seen a lot of me. You see me in my underwear for years. So I'm glad that I'm fully clothed <laughs> this morning. The corona has me putting clothes on, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> how, da- how dare she? That Miss Rona. Okay, so Jason, the f- I think one of the first things I want to talk about. So this came across my Twitter because I'm a big fan of hers, but there was some controversy that happened this like past weekend on Easter. Lizzo was twerking and I was sort of like, what's wrong with Lizzo twerking? I don't understand why people are making a big deal of this, but then it didn't really follow up. So like, what was that all about? Well, so Lizzo is the queen of the twerk, right? We know she can play a flute. We know she can twerk and we know she, she reps for the big girls. We love Lizzo. Yes. But Diddy had a celebration where he had a lot of different celebrities around the world, a dance challenge. So of course, Lizzo's going to chime in with her own version of what she calls a good, a good time. She starts twerking and Diddy puts a wrench in the movement. He says, which is kind of weird for Diddy to do because Diddy has been known to be a little bit uh, avant-garde, a little polarizing, a little out the box himself. But for him to tell Lizzo to not twerk because this is, quote, a PG event, we want to keep it PG, is out of control. So Lizzo apologizes. She apologizes for twerking. twerking, But then she gets kind of salty with it and says, well, why don't you play some good music? Why don't you play my song? Oh, no. Why don't you play good as hell? She clapped back at Diddy? I wouldn't say it was a clap back. It was more of a recommendation for Diddy to get to (laughs) to, to fall in line, for Diddy to to get in formation, if you will. But Uh you can't have Lizzo, who's what? One of the one of the biggest stars in music right now. She was nominated for eight Grammys last year. Unfortunately, she didn't take home all eight. But she's a huge deal right now. And you can't tell someone who's built a career on being authentic, being talented, and twerking to not twerk. That's criminal. If you're doing a, t- a twerking challenge, that is the person that I expect to win that challenge every single time. I don't ever claim to even begin to try to twerk because there's just it's just not in my body. So I always like to, especially someone like Lizzo, I love to see kick ass at twerking because I just find it amazing. But also, weren't people like pissed off about doing a twerking challenge on Easter? That pissed me off as well because I feel like the Easter Bunny 
would be a twerker. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, look, twerking, twerking is actually an Olympic sport now. Just you know, it's not. But I mean, <laughs> but but it is it is a bona fide recognized form of dance. And uh-huh. so it, it does take, I mean, if you've seen any video from the city girls, they had a, they had a uh, Cardi B and the city girls had a whole video where women were twerking on their head, uh, doing handstands and twerking. It's a thing. It takes skill and talent to be an effective twerker. Also, you have to have the right body parts. Uh, Allie, I agree with you. There's no way I can make any of my ash cheeks clap the way Lizzo can. Yeah. So, like it's just not in the cards. <laughs> no, I mean, and I've tried. I tried, Miley tried to twerk back at the VMAs. I think it was in 2013. It didn't work so well for her because she herself did not have the accoutrement to be a successful twerker. So when Lizzo comes to the table and pulls a seat up to the table, having a, 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 a cuisine of twerking, you eat the, you eat the cuisine of twerking, right? <laughs> yes. You sure do eat the cuisine of turkey, oh, twerking. Oh, I said turkey. Am I, I mean, hungry? Yeah, probably. <laughs> I think I said turkey too, you guys. Don't feel bad. <laughs> well, you're on the Young Turks. It makes sense for you. <laughs> right, 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 right. It was a Freudian slip. <laughs> right. Now, what's going on? Well, actually, why don't we take a break? Because there's a couple of other things that you need to school us on. Uh, Jason Carter is the PC police, the pop culture police schooling us on what's going on in the world we'll be right back with more drop the subject the new channel q drop the subject on the new channel q james simmons ali johnson and our new pc police jason carter who is an entertainment journalist tv personality you have seen him all over the place and listen pc stands for pop culture this is where we're going with the pc police right now jason is schooling us he is arresting us because our pop culture knowledge is bad so in the segment before if you missed it we were talking about lizzo and twerking but there's there's kind of a couple of other things that i think that i am at least aware of uh, in pop culture we touched on it a little bit in yesterday's show jason but but like britney spears is like doing a thing right now Britney Spears is a national treasure, okay? Let's just yeah. put that out there right now. God damn it, leave her alone. You know, Britney Spears, if if you grew up in a time where Britney Spears didn't exist in any um, incarnation of who she is and who she was, and you are, that I feel bad for your existence in life because Britney is amazing. But <laughs> what's even more amazing than Britney herself is her social media. So we know that, you know, Britney's been through some things. 2007 was a huge year for her. Shaved her head, put out one of the best albums, Blackout, ever in pop, mm-hmm. pop music. Segway, 11 years later, She's still putting out some pretty incredible things, but now it's on her social media. She does her own TikTok videos, which are not really on TikTok. They're just her versions of TikToks. And might I add, Allie and James, I have never seen a split like Britney Spears' split. What? Okay, she's doing splits on TikTok? Yeah. Or like whatever? On her social, yes. Britney Spears at almost 40 years old is, is limber, ladies and gentlemen. Limber. Can we talk about the fact that you just said that Britney Spears is almost 40 years old and that made me feel really old? (laughs) I know. I remember when Britney was on. I mean, I remember when when Baby One More Time was like new in 98. So we're all dating ourselves. But I digress. Britney, on her, as you guys mentioned a couple on on yesterday's show, that she had this ode to Justin Timberlake doing a TikTok or her version of TikTok to his song Filthy, which he then chimed in and supported it, right? Now, this was the breakup heard around the world because Cry Me a River, which is an incredible song from 2002, was based on Britney. Or has that been confirmed? I don't know if that was ever confirmed, but I think it was widely accepted as... But then she wrote a song about him, too, didn't it? It was like a, hey, I'm doing this, and then you're doing it in response. Like, it was those days. Right. And when the video, of course, they had the Britney lookalike that is wearing the hat and yes. you know, similar to the <laughs> that, that. She had, that she had worn that year. So one could, one could, could speculate that Crimea River was about Britney. And then she even says, 
hey, this, this breakup happened 20 years ago, but he's a genius. So, I mean, there's no, there's no bad blood there. Honestly, I didn't like them as a couple. I thought their denim outfit was stupid. Dumb. <laughs> Aren't all denim outfits stupid? No. Hey, if you can match your denims, then you are winning in life. <laughs> I didn't really, I, I didn't, I didn't ship them as a good couple, maybe because we were too young back in the day. Uh-huh. But, and he, and look, he turned out, he turned out well, but we will not forgive JT for Super Bowl 38 and Janet Jackson. I'll leave you with okay. that. Okay. Oh, Thank you very much, yeah. by the way. Earlier in the week, we were talking about how much, how Janet Jackson in my world is like the true diva, but she's sort of like second fiddle to a lot of people. Like a lot of people don't think about Janet as they're like Madonna first or Britney or like whoever. And then I was telling Ali, I'm like, okay, Janet's residency in Vegas was one of the greatest shows I've ever seen. And I feel like there was one moment that now, if you look at like who's in the white house or we have Lizzo twerking in a thong on Easter or whatever. And now you look at what happened to Janet Jackson in that one moment. And Justin Timberlake, I'm not going to say ruined her career, but completely changed the trajectory of her career in that one accidental moment. 100%. 2004, Demita Joe was an album that dropped on March 27th, 2004. That would have been a huge album because we know three years earlier, she had All For You, which sold like four million, a huge tour. It was still a moment in pop music that allowed for those types of successful albums, successful tours. Super Bowl 38, as you said, in, in a split second, made her public enemy number one. One, the halftime show was produced by MTV. Of course, she was an MTV pop princess. CBS, uh-huh. which is a huge conservative network, which the Super Bowl aired on that year, was like, nope, I'm not having that. Also, you have Pepsi who's saying, oh, okay, you know, let, let's take a step back. So she suffered greatly from that instance where Justin Timberlake went on to, to release Future Sex Love Sounds in 2006, didn't really go up to bat and say, hey, listen, this was a wardrobe malfunction. We rehearsed, like, didn't, wasn't very vocal staunchly about the whole situation. He kind of had a periphery approach to it, whereas Jenna had to go on and give a public apology and be lambasted by everyone and their mom for her t- popping out. I mean, we all have seen a t- and <laughs> I mean, I see alleys every That's day. That's my oh. one takeaway from this. Isn't it funny, though, real quick, that well, how many years later, 14, 13 years or whatever, many years later, you go on Netflix and they're saying the F word, the S word, there's T's everywhere. <laughs> right. right. Why don't we close it out with the Fire Festival? Because I did see some kind of a, a hashtag with the Fire Festival. I didn't know what was going on with it. Is there a vir- virtual Fire Festival where everyone's eating cheese sandwiches? What's going on? Billy McFarlane is one one snarky sly guy so okay coronavirus is what's you know the new normal now and people that are incarcerated are being released because of close quarters and the threat of coronavirus in inundated prison facilities he's asking his attorneys to let him out of prison you know he's serving a six-year sentence for two counts of, of, of wire fraud for the fire festival he was indicted in 2018 he's asking this, his this team, is the guy this is the main guy like in the documentary this is the main, the guy, main guy that guy. like put it all together okay right not jaw rule not the supermodels not the cheese sandwiches billy mcfarland he's asking his team to, <laughs> to let him out of prison because he has a pre-existing medical condition known as asthma that makes him susceptible to possibly getting coronavirus more than a more than other people he may be quarantined with. That might work, right, James? Because we were talking to when we were talking to Jeff Carter about you know how they were releasing some prisoners. If it's a nonviolent offense, especially if you have a pre-existing condition, a pre-existing would he condition. maybe have a case there? I mean, he might. Like, I have to put on my nurse practitioner hat and be like, okay, this guy might have a, like a case to be one of the people that gets let out early. Right. But then I also have to put on my like my just no a holes allowed hat. <laughs> 
<laughs> right. No, no, no a-holes allowed had him be like, this guy needs to serve every single second of his sentence. Like this dude is crazy town. Well, look, if we, if we, if we put Billy McFarland up against Joe Exotic, right? <laughs> Who's also oh. prison for some pretty heinous things. Billy McFarland, he's not that bad of a guy. If you think, if you think about it, yeah, he frauded some people, but he didn't kill some, he didn't kill anybody. I say they're nonviolent defenses, right? Or who are the, who they're giving an early release to throw him in the bucket with everyone else and make him clean porta potties daily like really nasty just like chock full of feces porta potties daily <laughs> that that that's punishment alone just put I him in one of the tiger cages and let, and let and let him get eaten like carol baskin's husband <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, on that note, okay, Jason, we love this so much. Uh, Jason Carter, please tell everybody, by the way, where can people find you for the latest on entertainment news and politics? Because you're also on the Young Turks. Where can people find you? Yes, yeah, so you can find me on social media, on Instagram at Jason Carter Official, also on Twitter at JJC Forever, not forever, forever the word. Say hi, say hello. We really, we appreciate the schooling so much. Um, and you can also, don't forget that uh, in the latest season of RuPaul's Drag Race, you can see a lot of Jason. Do it for me. Oh, could it? Oh, could it?